fellow supermom, I'm glad you're here. This is the special needs supermom podcast. The glass of wine for your mind. Your tribe where you can relax, unwind and get stronger and more confident about your superpowers. I'm Nadine Villeur, your host, supermom of an autistic wonderboy and a supergirl battling juvenile arthritis. All while being a military spouse and international entrepreneur. Enjoy your glass of wine. Hello, Special Needs Superman. Nadine here, and welcome to another episode of the Special Needs Superman podcast. Today, I want to talk about a heavy topic: depression. Uh, if you have a kid that has a chronic illness or is neurodiverse, there's a much higher chance that they're dealing with depression, uh, or you know that they get a depression. And you know, excuse my language. But that sucks. Uh, But it's also really understandable. So in this podcast episode, and at the beginning of (laughs) recording this, I'm not even quite sure if I want to make it into a series or we'll just talk about all about it in this this uh, recording. I want to talk about uh, why uh, they have a higher chance on getting a depression, but also what you can do as a parent and what you shouldn't do as a parent. Uh, so, well, here it goes. So, depression and special needs kids. Uh, if you have a kid that has a chronic illness, uh, that affects their being able to go to school, uh, follow the career or you know their dreams they wanted. Uh, what? affects their social life. That's huge. So teens at itself already have a higher chance on depression because hello, hormones, you know, <laughs> and if you're going to perimenopause, <laughs> you know what I talk about. Well, hopefully not, but uh, it's kind of the same shitty deal. The, all the hormones raising to your body and you Sometimes don't even recognize yourself. Uh, so, and now imagine being a teen and you're still exploring, finding your way in the world. But you have this illness that makes it, uh, you know, no matter what kind of illness, uh, you know, you're dealing with chronic fatigue or chronic pain. Uh, because of your illness, you can't pursue uh, the career you you would really love. You might not even be able to to go shopping with your friends because you just don't have the energy because you need all the energy you have to function properly. And sometimes there's not even a chronic illness or being neurodiverse. Sometimes it's just for whatever reason. your kid uh, can suddenly have a depression and it can hit you like a ton of bricks and it sucks big time. Uh, And if you have a kid that is neurodiverse, know that, you know, if you have a kid that has autism or ADHD, they have a, well, not even a kid, but also adults have a way higher chance on uh, getting a depression as well. 
And that's also understandable because they're constantly having this battle in their head because the world functions on different level than they do. So they're they're trying their best to understand, but even if they seemingly trying harder, they're not as fast enough or they study their butts off, they still don't get A's, like they're maybe their friends. Uh, uh, maybe they're struggling, you know, and they, they look high functioning. And that sound I, I kind of hate this term, high functioning autism. Sounds great. Actually, it makes it even worse because everybody thinks, you know, you should just have to get your act together because, well, you seem totally normal, you were able to finish school, you were able, you know, to get high grades in college. Yeah, that doesn't mean that it's easier inside their head, you know. Uh, for instance, Wonder, for Wonderboy, it's really hard to uh, deal with traffic. Uh, we live in the Netherlands, so lucky enough, he can cycle almost to everywhere. Uh, but it takes a lot of energy. Uh, in the fact that, you know, when he comes home after a day, of, of college or uh, internship, uh, but even as a kid, he needed an hour, at least, an hour at least of downtown, just to wind down and pro process his day. And uh, can you imagine, you know, that you're trying your best and it's never good enough, or it seems not good enough, or people make comments like, ah, Come on, you can do it. You just have to focus more or do this better or use a planner uh, and then your ADHD will be cured. And I wish it was that simple. But it's hard to witness your kids going through depression. Uh, and I won't go into, uh, you know, uh, specifics around my kids, uh, but I can tell you, uh, you know, uh, tips. Uh, on, on for myself but also uh, for you as a mom and, and, and your children uh, but I think especially what you can do as a mom when you uh, know your kid uh, is going through a depression and uh, yes I might go into more specifics into a uh, next episode but if you think you know suspect your kid has a depression Ways you can tell, of course, is that they lock themselves in their room. They don't want to go out anymore. Uh, they're constantly on their phone. And there's a di big difference between constantly being on their phone and constantly being on their phone. There is a big difference. And you can notice it that every moment they don't talk to you or don't interact, they're on their phone. It's like they're trying to numb their own thoughts with little videos, TikToks, YouTube videos, stories, podcasts, whatever. Uh, and the moment you don't, your kid can't handle silence anymore, is a big sign. Because they're trying to numb uh, the voices inside their own head. What can also be a good tip is that you ask them what kind of music they are listening to. Because that can be a big clue as well. And don't judge them, you know, don't say, oh, maybe you should just put on a more happier tone because it's not that easy. 
you know, maybe they try to this way, you know, asking them about songs. Uh, they, they, they show a lot of vulnerability. Wow, Jesus, that's a hard word. Uh, excuse my language. Yeah, they're really vulnerable uh, showing their emotions because they're showing you a song that probably describes how they're feeling. Uh, sometimes you just have to be there and sit and, and say, I'm, I'm so sorry you feel like this. And, uh, you know, if you uh, suspect, you can't force your kids into therapy. You can't do things like that. And it's really important that if, you know, uh, you're going to that next level and your kid is okay with it, that they find a match with their therapist. Because if there's no match, you do more damage than, uh, than you do good. And you can really, really can have such a negative uh, impact. So be really careful uh, with that. But, uh, you know, then you have treatment, of course. Please, you know, if you think this is going the wrong way, go talk to your GP, uh, find a therapist, maybe not only for your kid, but also for you as well. Uh, because it's hard, it's hard as a parent. And things you can do, you know, if you suspect your kid has depression or, you know, you know your kid is going through depression uh, uh, are little things. Uh, uh, you know, and my kids through the years, you know, dealing with their illnesses and everything. Uh, I know uh, a Supergirl once told me the thing she hated most when, you know, when it was not going well uh, physically with her, with her body, that I would use this uh, sweet little tone checking in on her all the time. How are you feeling? How are you? And she, it would drive her nuts. So, you know, depression aside, you know, and she said, mom, you know, even if I'm, I'm going through a lot of pain or whatever, I love it when you ask me, yeah, do you want to have a cup of tea because I'm taking a break from work? I hate it when you <laughs> go into my room every other hour and with that sweet little voice, ask me how I'm doing. It drives me bananas. Ask me, to, you know, for a cup of tea. Uh, go out for lunch together. Uh, ask her to watch a series your kid likes. Things like that. Do some crafting together or, or go for a hike. Things like that. Uh, and of course, there are all kinds of stages of depression. And, and, and uh, when it's really bad, it's, it's hard. Uh, uh, it can be hard to get your kids out of the room, but uh, you know, maybe it's then just have a high tea in their room, things like that. Uh, disclaimer, this is just me, my experience. You know, I'm not a medical professional, so, so please keep this in mind. This is just my experiences and, and what helped and what did not help. And well, what did not help, uh, a few years ago when it was really going not so well with Supergirl uh, physically. The only thing I did was focus on her. And in the evening I tried to catch up with all my work. Uh, having no downtime, but I didn't allow myself because you know the whole week was, was crammed with, with appointments and, and whatnot. And in the evening I tried to catch up. And because I didn't allow myself downtime, 
because I didn't think I allowed, you know, I was allowed because, you know, I was in the car driving around with Supergirl, going to appointments and listening to the radio. But that's not downtime. That's not relaxing and recharging. And the big difference now is, uh, especially when you have a week crammed with appointments and a lot of heavy stuff going on, those are the weeks you should have more relax and recharge time in your agenda for yourself and together with your kids. Because I noticed in the, uh, over the years, those times that I did take the time, uh, I was way more resilient. And because of that, I could handle the heavy stuff better and was more present for my kids. So I, uh, I think, yeah, that's one of the biggest uh, tips and advices I can give you just from life experience. And like I said, please, you know, if you think something is going on, talk to a GP, uh, find a, uh, a specialist or a therapist. Um, I'm, I'm not a medical professional. Uh, this is just my experience. Uh, being a special needs supermom for 19 years. And I realize, you know, I always jokingly say supermom. But I had years that people thought, oh, Nadine, you can do everything and oh, you're so strong. But I was so tired. And in the evening, I was like this zombie on the couch. So I looked really, really strong, but I was so tired in the evening. I was barely able to be truly present for my kids or my husband. Or even friends, because I only focused on the happiness of my kids. And that's, I think, the last thing I want to say for now. And then I will close this, this, this episode. Uh, is, geez, I lost my train of thoughts. <laughs> Such a heavy episode. But if you only focus on the heavy stuff and don't allow yourself to take a break even if it's just you know having a mask or sitting in a bath watching your favorite Netflix show uh, if you only you know are on survivor mode doing the things you think you should do perfect looking house driving kids back and forth in an evening trying to catch up with volunteer work or your work or whatever and not having downtime it doesn't make you a more, a better mom or a better spouse or a better friend or a better you for yourself. And I think that's the most important one that, you know, I have a week coming up. Well, it started last week, but with shit loads of more appointments and, and things to arrange and, and figure out. And because of that, you know, because I, uh, that will cost a lot of energy. And because it will cost a lot of energy, I need more downtime. And so the laundry won't be perfectly done and folded. And maybe we'll eat sandwiches a few nights in the evening. We're in the Netherlands. We live on bread. We thrive on bread. So it will be okay. Having soup on crazy weeks like this or... Pancakes in the evening, why not? Uh, make sure you, you, you know, focus on the things that 
matter. Uh, your kids, yourself, your mental health. And if the mental health, you know, if your kid is already really struggling, it's even more important to, you know, let them see as well. That it's not about the outer things. That it's not about having a dust-free household and uh, keeping up appearances. It's showing them as well that in, in bad times, it's uh, okay to take some time off. It's okay to wind down. It's uh, time to snuggle up and do little things to recharge yourself uh, by yourself, but also just be present for each other. And be present doesn't have to be talk and talk and talk, no. Sometimes being present is just sitting together on the couch watching an old CSI episode or uh, an NCIS episode. We like our NCIS and CSI episodes. Our dog is even called Deeks after uh, a character of uh, NCIS Los Angeles. And he really looks like that character. So having said that, I hope you have a good week ahead. And especially if you know you have a heavy week ahead with a lot of appointments or stuff going on that takes a lot of mental energy, take time. Drop the things that are not important. Like a perfect household. Or, you know, eating a proper <laughs> meal every evening. Maybe... This week, okay, you have two or three more times takeout. Who cares? Or you eat bread every day of the week and soup because you just don't have the time. If that results in, you know, recharging your energy a little bit more, having 15 minutes for yourself to take a break and to have some time with your kid to snuggle up on the couch and build an indoor tent or, well, we're talking teams, so maybe not an indoor tent, but they do love to do uh, just sometimes hang out. And watch a good movie or a Netflix show or whatever. So take care of yourself. Take, that was really quick. Take care of yourself. Uh, take the time to uh, relax and thus recharge. And if you're struggling, you know, reach out. Let me know. Uh, uh, there is a private Facebook group just for special needs super moms. Uh, uh, you know where you can cry and vent and, and laugh and share tips and it's private just to protect my community and you can find it on Facebook and it's called Special Needs Supermoms and you can recognize it on the, the mini me doodles <laughs> I use uh, uh, and of course uh, you can also shoot me a direct message on Instagram or Facebook via the, the regular pages if you want to if you need to So take care of yourself and I hope you have a, a good week. Bye. This was today's episode of the Special Needs Superman podcast. Enjoyed your mental glass of wine? If so, please subscribe, rate and review the show and recommend the podcast to other special needs supermoms you know could use that mental glass of wine as well. Until next time, fellow supermoms. Cheers, Nadine.